Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everyone, to the Lockdown Coyotes Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I am your host, Rob Leonio. Today, Wednesday, March 10th. It's, uh, you know, a crazy day we got here. Are you glad you guys, uh, glad to be back. You know, how to uh, another couple of days off to focus a little bit on my, uh, on, 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 on just a little bit of st- on some stuff regarding myself. But uh, gl- glad to be back once again. Hopefully, uh, no other problems arise uh you know personally at all but all good things because i've been still following the coyotes and what a good last week they had uh i mean i'd say let's kind of go in full circle here uh you know they had their games against the uh, minnesota wild and then uh early they had a game a a monday game against the uh, colorado avalanche overall the Coyotes are doing pretty well, you know, I'd say. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go into that as well as uh, talk a little bit of NHL news. Some things going, some big news coming out of the NHL as well as look to tonight's game for the Colorado Avalanche. Once again, if you're new to the podcast, once, thanks for joining us. This is Locked on Coyotes, daily podcast, all things Arizona Coyotes. Um, I, again, once again, I'm Rob Leonio. I uh, cover the Coyotes in Tucson Roadrunners for fiveforhowling.com. If you'd like to go uh, check me th- check me out over there, I do a lot of stuff. Uh, Tucson Roadrunners just had a uh, weekend over there, and we'll talk a little bit about that about that as well. And uh, the uh, not so good week they had last week, and look forward to see how they can bounce back. So, let's get started. So let's go ahead and look on what we missed from. Well, while I was gone, uh, you know, th- once again, uh, I want to uh, thank Seth Potopo of MiniEyes.com for joining us on Friday's episode to discuss, uh, well, the preview to the Minnesota series, uh, which was a good, uh, really good conversation. I was definitely wrong on how that series was going to end up, because if you told me the, you know, the Coyotes were going to take a really bad five to one loss on Friday, and then come back. You know they're going being down two nothing on Saturday and score five straight goals to win five two. I would have not have uh, not have guessed that, not in the slightest. But really good performance from the Coyotes again on that day. Um, you know on Saturday to bounce back, and I think that's that's definitely what they needed to uh, show themselves that they can be a solid team. Uh, they. Still have yet to play a full sixty-minute game, in my opinion. But uh, you know, I think this is something that is that they're working on. Something that they can uh, continue to figure out. Of course, now that let, let's go ahead and look at the more pre- the more recent game, rather rather than the just the Minnesota Wild series, which of course obviously was a back and forth, and that is looking at the. Um, the Coyotes Avalanche game that happened on Monday, the uh, Coyotes came out to a pretty strong start. You know, coming out with a, a two nothing lead in the first period. 
so overall, they looked pretty good. And then at one point during the, uh, I mean, let's put it this way. They, the Coyotes actually limited the chances of Colorado pretty well. Um, and, you know, I thought, yeah, I, I, I thought he, uh, they did pretty decent in that case. Want to give uh, give the kudos to uh, Derek Broussard as well, who you know helped the Coyotes get the the early lead in that game to uh, uh, kind of force the uh, the Avalanche to play a little more on the offensive, which they of course ended eventually ended up doing. Uh, of course, <laughs> uh, if you watch the game, obviously the, you know you'll know the Avalanche hit the post a number of times in that game, and then you have. Uh well, you know the more the unfortunate news that happened later in that game and the injury of Darcy Kemper, the um, I mean a lot, I think a lot is still really unknown on what happened to Darcy Kemper. I mean, or what the situation looks like for him. I'll put it this way. Um. Uh, there was a point in the – it really was happened early in the third period where, you know, just play stopped and Darcy Kemper left the ice and went to the locker room. Um, no video showed whether or not anything happened or what exactly happened to Darcy Kemper. So, you know, a lot of it was – there's still a lot of questions surrounding that about it. But, uh, unfortunately, Craig Morgan uh, was you know, one of the first to reports that uh, it, Darcy Kemper could miss – a significant amount of time. Uh, it said originally he could miss as many as four weeks, um, which obviously seems like that's pretty big for him to be gone that much. Um, so the injury is unknown for Darcy Kemper, like I said before. Um, but uh, again, if for him to miss that amount of time, it is pretty big. We'll have to see what, uh, no. What more development comes um, as as we get more information, but you know, as at least for now, this is all we know. This is all we know, um, and uh, seems like it'll probably be Anti Ranta and Aiden Hill for quite a quite a bit amount of time. Um, so you know, obviously, you saw Aiden Hill was down with the uh, the Roadrunners over the weekend. We'll talk. We'll get more into them. In just a sec, but first, we'll uh, we'll just cap things off on this conversation by saying, you know, first of all, ho- hopefully Darcy Kemper has a speedy recovery. The Coyotes need him. That's definitely one thing for sure. Um, and two, the last two wins for the Coyotes, a 5-2 win over the Minnesota Wild. And a uh, 3-2 win over the Colorado Avalanche are big. I said before, um, you know, lo- looking back to the last week, that they needed a win over the Kings and they, uh, last, last Wednesday, and they got it. Uh, I said that would be huge going into the week. You know, the t- you know, per- very strong opponents in the uh, Minnesota Wild and the Colorado Avalanche. They took a bad loss to the Wild on Friday and coming back, with resurgence, two solid wins. Because the second game of the Wild, a solid win, and the this first of two games 
in this next set against the against the Avalanche. We'll talk more about uh, tonight's game in the uh, in a later segment of today's show. Um, so we'll get to that in just a sec. But first, guys, we have been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazingly tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. And now it's time to find out which Built Bar specifically is the best. It's Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup is the German chocolate cake flavor up against salted caramel, as well as Mocha Love will be up against white chocolate birthday cake. Go ahead and put out your uh, your votes out on the on these matchups. If I want to go and put a bet on either of these, I'll go ahead and uh, and uh, and say go. German chocolate cake, one of my favorite flavors coming out of Built Bar. So that will absolutely be one of my votes for today's matchup. And go ahead and check it out yourself, guys. Go to BuiltBar.com or go to at Built underscore Bar on Twitter. Also, remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order. Again, that is locked on 20 to get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back later to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Back here on the Locked On Coyotes podcast, where we're covering everything you need to know about the Arizona Coyotes, but what about the rest of sports? Now, a Locked On Podcast Network has you there covered as well as Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, now it's time to continue to talk a little bit of the Tucson Roadrunners. Uh, again, with the last couple of days off, I um, you know, didn't get a chance to talk about their weekend that they had, uh, and uh, well, or just this last entire week that they had, really. And uh, let's just say it was not good. You know, I talked about, you know, them losing uh, two games against the Colorado uh, Eagles just last uh, last week. And then they go and host the Texas Stars, who I thought were, you know, that Roadrunners would have a good, a good series against. I thought, you know, the at least in the last couple of years, the Roadrunners and the Stars had had a pretty good matchups, and I think the Roadrunners tend to had to come up on top for the most of those games. You know, obviously the Texas Stars were also the team that eliminated the Roadrunners. That was like two seasons ago. I never thought I'd see something you know similar to that in any extent like that. But you look at Wednesday's game, for example, last Wednesday's game. Now looking almost a whole week ago, um, that was a bad game. Uh, that was a five-two uh, loss to the Texas Stars. And it looked like the uh, the Roadrunners were very uh, behind in that game, and I think the same thing can be said for the for the weekend game as well. Well, I will say this: the, uh, Saturday's game was a lot better than the rest of the games, uh, even though score doesn't show for it. But another five two loss on Friday, and that was also you know with Aiden Hill in the net. Um, so 
uh, a lot of questions on that case too. It's man, I it made me th- think a lot of how this Roadrunners team really is, whether or not they're really a good team, whether or not they're a bad team. And again, I'll tell the and I and I'll tell you this. I mean, they're not a bad team. I'll say this: they're not a bad team. They're just dis. They're just uh disor. It was just disorganized, inconsistent, and uh, not motivated. It seemed like, um, and it's because it, it, to, to me in Wednesday's game as well as Friday's game, they went out and had a uh, like you know took a step back, uh, and you know didn't fight back until the last you know last period which you know by that point it was too late because they had a you know a strong goalie in the net all three games for the texas stars did and it was just not a good matchup confidence wise for the roadrunners and again that was wednesday and friday saturday they played a lot better still didn't get the win i think that was a uh four to two uh loss in that case um and from that game, uh, Roadrunners coach Steve Puffin seemed pretty confident that this team would bounce back and that that was an effort that he was pleased with from Saturday's game. Let's just go ahead and hear from what had, what Steve Puffin had to say from that game. You know what? Uh, we didn't deserve to win tonight because of the last two games. Uh, to be real honest with you, <laughs> our energy and uh, you know, the way we connected the dots today was really good. And honestly, the message was we play like that. It's going to be tough to beat us. We're going to be in a lot of games. This is one of the first, you know, 60 minute games that we played. And, you know, I, I, I'm real happy to take that next step. Uh, you know, that I, I think our team needed to go through it. Uh, in order to have success longer term. And uh, I, I honestly uh, definitely not going to leave it to hope. We're going to work at this thing daily and make sure that uh, our team stays connected. Once again, that was uh, Roadrunners head coach Steve Pavan talking about the Roadrunners performance on Saturday and really taking a reflection on the entire week as in, uh, overall, you know, pretty much saying that, hey, uh, we didn't deserve to win based off how we played just the entire week overall. Um, But he said that the team needs an effort like that, a week like that, to kind of put them in perspective, to really kind of have them uh, realize what they need to do to win for more of their long-term success. And, and, you know, like a lot of that is true. Obviously, anyone will say that, you know, to say, hey, we we need a couple bad losses to realize how to win. Um, especially when you're up against a team like the Texas Stars were. Now the Roadrunners get a bit of a uh, bit of a break. They have all this week off. That's why I, you know, was able to take enough time to uh, to talk about this until now. Uh, well, unfortunate thing is right now they are five and five. They started four and zero, oh, and now they're five and five. That puts them roughly tied for third place in the Pacific Division in the American Hockey League. Um, and, uh, you know, with, of course, that based off standing-wise, obviously that puts them, uh, they're right now tied with the Bakersfield Condors. Um, and then the t- 
two there was two teams tied for second place, San Diego and San Jose, and Henderson kind of running away right now in first place at ten and one. Um and the uh bottom two teams are the Colorado Eagles, uh three and five. Two of those wins <laughs> up of the against the Tucson Roadrunners, unfortunately. And the Ontario Reign far and below at the bottom at one ten and two for a total of four points. Um, I'm sorry, Sarah Vampato, if you're listening to this, the Ontario Reign are absolutely a, a, a just a huge dumpster fire. Um, I'm pretty sure you know that, so I'm not I'm I'm not telling you anything that uh, that you probably don't know. Which brings me to my next point. The Roadrunners' next games are this weekend. First, their next coming up game is one game on Friday against the Ontario Reign. So that should be a good bounce-back game for the Roadrunners to try to say, hey, you know, we had a bad week. We just lost four straight games. Let's go out and come back with a big win over Ontario. You got to do that. You absolutely have to do that. Um, so we'll see how the uh, the Roadrunners respond from there. Um, because on Saturday, they will be up against the San Diego Goals, a much, much better team <laughs> than uh, than the others. Obviously, they took some pretty bad losses over the weekend, um, last weekend against the San Jose Barracuda. But, uh, you know, the Goals are a better team. And we'll see how the, uh, the Roadrunners respond in this case. We'll get more to a uh, a preview up in that uh, later this uh, later this week for maybe a short segment with a crossover with Locked On Ducks. Maybe we'll 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 see. Um, but we'll get to that later this week. Um, get to that eventually. Anyways, guys, coming up, we are going to go ahead and uh, talk a little bit of the uh, next. Coyotes games up against the Colorado Avalanche. That game coming up tonight. Uh, we'll get to that in just a sec. But first, let's talk to you guys about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NBA and NHL are in the full swing of their seasons. But hey, we are in the month of March. You know what that means? It's time for March Madness. One of my absolute favorite times of the year. For any sports fan, really, we can even talk about that. So if you are going to get in betting on those uh, on those March Madness games, all of those wonderful college basketball games, BetOnline is the place to go. It even covers awards, TV shows, reality TV. But during March, we'll talk about all things March Madness because why not? Real-time updates, updated odds, and props and almost anything you can imagine, BetOnline has you covered everything all the news all the scores all the odds it's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up head to the website and use your mobile device sign up for a free account today if you've yet to already and if you're just signing up be sure to use the promo code locked on for a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit again the promo code locked on for a 50 percent welcome bonus bet online your online sportsbook experts Welcome back to the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Just want to give you guys a heads up. Tomorrow's episode is a special one. It is the one-year anniversary of the coronavirus sports shutdown. The day, the dark day that uh, 
a lot of us don't want to talk about, but we're talking about it because, again, it's one year later, taking a look back and reflecting. We're going to have a couple guests on the show. I'm going to have a former uh, media relations of the Tucson Roadrunners, Walt Ruff, as well as uh, you know a couple other members of the Tucson media scene, not necessarily hockey. We're going to also have Mike Luke of Locked On Wildcats to talk his perspective. He was in the hub area of when everything happened. That's why we're going to have him on also. But be sure to tune in to tomorrow's episode of Locked On Coyotes to uh, take a taste of what we're going to talk about. Or really, just really just tune into tomorrow's episode. You won't be disappointed. But now let's go ahead and get to uh, just a bit of a preview for today's game. Arizona Coyotes, Colorado Avalanche. Once again, guys, Darcy Kemper, unavailable. He is injured uh, quite a bit long term. We will have to figure out what his uh, or what's going to happen. Obviously, maybe I'm thinking anti Ranta for today. My assumption is Colorado is going to still put out Philip Grubauer. Um, so it should be in for a good matchup. I know Colorado probably wants to fight back after the game that they had on Monday. Um, not probably not the game they wanted. So let's just go ahead and take a look at the uh, the odds, courtesy of our friends at BetOnline.ag. Uh, well. First and foremost, it's you know pretty simple, all the same, all the same. Colorado point and a half favorites in this game, with the uh, total points set at five and a half. And to me, a, a lot of these games between the Avalanche, obviously they had two games beforehand, um, up against them, and you know I thought the Coyotes played pretty okay against them overall. Um, you know, they had that good win against them on Monday. The games a couple weekends ago were all right, you know, even though those were both losses. So I'm going to put this one as a close game. Um, so I'll have this, you know, I have, um, I can't, I, I, I can't say the Arizona, Arizona will win. I'll consider, I'll put this, I, I'll have Arizona covering. And this one, I'm going to say, is going to go over. Uh, I think this one might go over. It might be like six or seven goals. It might be like a four to th- three game or a something something like that. But uh, that's that's what I can see. About a four to three game. It was on a covering, so I, it was on a winning or losing by one. It, uh, I obviously based off the based off the bets. I can't really say, um, but that's going to be my final score prediction: four to three. So, that's what uh, I'm predicting. Let's see what exactly happens. Be sure to tune into tonight's game. That's going to happen over at 7 p.m. local time. Um, but uh, should be in for a once again good, good matchup. Going to be super excited to see how the Coyotes can uh, keep going after the last two wins that they got. Um, let's see if consistency remains a problem or if. Uh, they build off of what they learned to the last couple of games. That is the key, the absolute key to uh, having a successful season for the Coyotes. We will find out. Um, before we get going, I do want to uh, be a little bit excited about a couple of things. First, well, really one thing, Moist and Frizz, and for, uh, one thing's for sure. I'm pretty sure a lot of people were talking about this, but ESPN. Getting the tra- getting the uh, TV rights, media rights for the NHL for the uh, upcoming 
know, six years or so, I think it, it, what what it was is gets me excited. I you know I, I hear the ESPN NHL jingle in my head uh, over and over and over again. I am super excited for it to happen. I'm not sure about you guys, but you know what? I will I, I'll leave that question to you guys over on social media uh, as we wrap up today's show. Are you excited for NHL to return to ESPN? We'll uh, I'll put out a poll. And so uh, you guys can put an answer for uh, for that on our interaction. You can go ahead and check it out at LO underscore Coyotes. That's where the poll question will be. Um, you can also see me on Twitter. I will be at RobLiano1. I'll just have that, have that poll question retweeted. Um, you can interact with us as well. You can go ahead and uh, check us out and uh, send us a question if you do. And we can answer them on a future episode of the Lockdown Coyotes podcast. Also, a reminder to you guys to uh, leave a review and subscribe if you yet to already, especially if you liked what you heard here today. Uh, we really appreciate all the words that you guys have been providing us. Uh, makes me uh, continue to be motivated for how uh, to really keep this going, to uh, pump out as much good content as I can for you guys, to keep things uh, new and keep things fresh. I am super excited to continue to share all this with you guys. But again, that will do it for today's episode. Thanks everyone for joining us in today's episode. Hope you guys stay safe. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.